0: This is Debates on Tap. <laughs> it is good. It's very good. Podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a oh, wait. I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, whatever.
1: It's whatever.
2: fine.
1: It's fine.
2: If you had to. If you had to. Right. Gun to my head. And don't rule it out. Mm-hmm. Could be under the table. If you Gundam, had Gundam a penis. to choose to get rid of everyone 70 years plus (laughs) or 100,000 infants (laughs) which would you purge if you had to guys i'm not saying that we should or that one of those makes a hundred thousand times more sense to get rid of (laughs) Uh Because they've lived their lives, right, and they are—they would be out of my way, right. Um, And both is not an option. (laughs) I mean, I guess,
0: (laughs) I guess it could be. That's option C, I guess. Yeah. Uh,
1: Oh, then yeah. I mean, clearly,
0: I'm getting rid of the most people. (laughs) I'm just saying, if you had to, Brian, if you had to, what would you do? (laughs) The old ones. What? What? (laughs) That's so (laughs) off-brand.
2: Obviously, they, and I, I think that all of them would say, like, yeah, take me. Don't take one hundred thousand lives yet to be lived. But the thing is, here is the thing: one of those one hundred thousand could be Hitler two point We don't know, Jesus. We don't. Where does where know. does this come from? Where? Oh, I, yeah, I got a lot of time <laughs> on my hands. <laughs> so I just you know come up. I just like to, I like to ruminate.
0: <laughs> Speaking of time on our hands. <laughs> Welcome to debates on tap podcast where we drink. We argue and someone wins. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian and I'm Vargas and boy. Howdy. Brian does not like old people. It's not that I don't like old. Come on. Stop this bitch today. (laughs) There it is.
1: (laughs) I was waiting for the story. You know, I figured
2: something happened. (laughs) No, she was just complaining that her soil was going to be clumpy and it never unclumps when it's wet you get you know you get soil in a bag yeah and when it's wet yes. it clumps up it in get bad yeah it gets fucked up get getting fucking it's because you can't get on your knees you old bitch yeah just you gotta break it up you gotta till it just till it a little bit it'll break oh it never breaks. where up. was this
0: old woman with where a- do
2: you think in my way at the fucking hardware store just taking up a whole car cheaper cart it came up in front of me i was in line and it hurt the cart passed me do you need to be that close to me I can I can smell your arthritis from here. In the, in COVID times, don't be that close to somebody. Or yeah. ever times, ever. Do you
1: do you, this? And this is going to cause a reaction. So I'm just going to go ahead and turn his microphone yeah, down yeah, now. Yeah, totally, totally. Do you go to the hardware store every weekend? Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's shit to do. I I thought you were going to say I have to go to the hardware store every week. My tools. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, that's right, what I was right, right, for.
2: right, You
0: gotta. I gotta.
2: What are we drinking? Today? Hey, I don't think you know, we get a lot of flack We get a lot of flack People email us a lot. They email us at debates on fans. Who's
0: emailing us? Let me tell me who they are.
2: The old people. Wow. Well, oh, that makes sense. Oh, that sense.
1: bitch behind you with the soil.
2: <laughs> you know what they say? They say, guys, you aren't healthy enough on the show. You drink too much on the show. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. I decided to uh, shut them up and shut them out, and I got us drinks with vitamin C in them these are Vizzy hard seltzers and they come there straight up they got vitamin c in them and you can taste it
1: you could say that these are the Michelob ultra of <laughs> seltzers that's right because i, I want to run, run a marathon, marathon. actually <laughs> the
2: day of this recording i'm pretty sure the kansas city marathon was today
1: we'll see and i bet it was sponsored by
2: Vizzy baby so well, there's a multi-pack i got uh I think we all got kind of the same. I know we all got the
0: blackberry lemon, which is delicious. Very good. good. It says it's a hint of. Well, they all and, say it's more of. than a hint. It definitely yeah. is. It's yeah. way better than a hint.
2: Yeah, it's not just. It's not like the the ones we had. Edwards.
0: It's not like yeah, that bullshit. Like the Sonic ones. That Sonic was, ones.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like hint of tater tot, and I was like, this is way tater tot. <laughs> Ocean I, water more like sunscreen. I ordered tater tots. That was the mm. bin. <laughs> And then uh, I've got uh, raspberry tangerine, but there's lots of lovely. I've got raspberry
0: tangerine and blackberry lemon as well. Oh, I went with papaya passion fruit. Nice. And then they have a
2: watermelon one, which none of us
0: decided on right now. Well, because watermelon we've had watermelon seltzer before and watermelon has a weird taste taste. taste. in a a seltzer. A a jolly rancher esque (laughs) taste, (laughs) but both these. I mean, both these are that I am drinking are very, very good.
2: And think about how our
0: how good our immune system is. I'm getting be. so many antioxidants right now. Did you guys know that uh,
1: jalapenos have like six hundred times the vitamin C in orange? Yep. I'm pretty
2: sure you say it every time vitamin C comes
0: up. Did yeah, you man. know <laughs> a lemon was not was created by man? Was not created by God?
2: What? Is that what it is? <laughs>
0: <laughs> is a lemon?
2: It was a lemon. Yeah, yeah lemons yeah, as we so, know them. Yeah, so don't That's fuck don't fuck so with lemons.
0: insane
2: Brendan. Thank, Thank you for telling me. I that. figured
0: it. I don't think it's ever come up on the podcast before. I don't think it it is and you know, we are. We are truth tellers. We want to carry on the legacy of uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, spreading knowledge to the people yeah, that yeah, they yeah. might not have never heard of right, Brian. I'm going to buy two more trees <laughs> and you two know what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to bury something. It's the, the holes yeah, we that get we're get worried it, about, not it, the, the trees. What is new with my boys?
1: Yeah, works. <laughs> What's new with me? Uh, still loving Moon Knight. I'm probably going to say that for the next like, episode two is or pretty fun. Yeah, um, I, I got through Tiny Tina's Borderlands oh, Wonderlands. Yeah. Um, it's super good. Tiny Tina's Borderlands. I mean, it is. That's Borderlands game, game, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like the end game, though, because they introduced. Uh, it's called Chaos Chambers, oh, and it's basically wow. a roguelike. <gasps> At the end, you go through different chambers and you increase your chaos level which increases like the loot, sure. the quality of loot that you get so right. that's, that's like cool. the end game loot and they got a word of like just the arenas sure right uh, right and right. now they're like limited encounters and there's no uh raid boss which is great because you can actually <laughs> yeah actually do the activity you can actually fun. complete <laughs> all the side quests right as a single player which is great nice
0: so that's fun how long do you think it took you to beat you, beat it and everything
1: it, it was kind of short I would say probably twenty five hours sure yeah, yeah for for like an RPG
0: ish game and stuff right yeah
1: hmm. um but the the end game loop is fun enough that it will right. keep you, you engaged keep it. yeah. Um, And, you know, there's, like, secret tiers of loot and all that kind of stuff that you can eventually, grind up to. So, yeah, it's good. Um, I did see that the first DLC pack is coming out at the end of the month. Ooh, more DLC. Yep. Um, And then they've got, obviously, two more after that. That's kind of the standard. No
0: joke. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a ton of content for that game. Yeah.
1: That
2: rules. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. So, That's what I'm up to. uh, Keeping with the theme of, I know it's pop music today, but uh, keeping (laughs) with the theme of music, I found this this artist Meg Myers. um,
0: Yeah, she's yeah, she had a uh, hit. What was that song, David? I would pray for Adelaide. It's It's, it's called Adelaide.
2: Yeah, is it just Adelaide? Yeah, that was a that's a good ass song. It's a good ass song. She's got a lot of good ass songs. Uh, Her first album came out in 2013. Um, I, I highly recommend it. It's not like it's not indie rock.
0: Yeah, but it's like it's an interesting mesh of like rock and pop and yeah, now yeah, this is going to be interesting
2: to two people at this table um, her. She she just what well, is you and oh, okay. Um, I just don't think it's going to be interesting for the listener because they're going to be like, I don't understand what that means, but we're, we're all familiar with Sumerian records here. Sure, yeah. sure. She signed to Sumerian records and she has like a crazy uh, really? now. This is I, this, unrelated, I guess, but her haircut is like fucking wild now. Sure, Um it, it, it's like a far cry from like ah. what she what she was at not what she was but like sure it's definitely a different image i guess yeah. and the music is not as good i'll say that
0: what kind of music is it now that she's on some is it right heavier it's rock? not
2: heavier i mean it it's heavier uh-huh. it's darker i'll say it's darker sure
0: but it's just like when patty perry did dark horse yeah <laughs>
2: yeah just like that same it's thing right just like that she also got gcj i think <laughs> Um, nice but no it is it, uh, it's just not as good but it's fine but what I would say is uh, she's got three very good albums um, right. take me to the disco came out in 2018 sorry 2015 and daughter in the choir 2013 the first two for sure are mm-hmm. like really really good um, check out my personal Instagram I'll probably post it in my little mm-hmm. rock section what is your in personal Instagram I don't know I'm Bry I brag <laughs> Guy. I'm Brian. Yeah, you are Brian. But what's your personal (laughs) Instagram? Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) so yeah, that's what, uh, Meg Myers, check her out. You
1: know, that actually kind of tracks for Sumerian, though. Um, uh, Poppy is on Sumerian, so I think they're kind of going that direction. Also, I'm looking at their Wikipedia, and I don't know if this is true because it's just on Wikipedia. Smashing Pumpkins, it says, are on Sumerian. Are you serious? Can you edit it right now? Let's let's add like uh, let's add Garth Brooks.
0: (laughs) Garth Brooks. Hell yeah. No no no. What was Garth? Chris Gaines. Let's add Chris Gaines to Sumerian records. (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. I've been doing a couple things. Uh, I've been rewatching Workaholics, which uh, I've been listening to their podcast. This is important. It's a podcast that. Oh, okay, th- what is it? <laughs> <laughs> the three guys and Kyle Newacheck, who started the show with them and directed most episodes, and he was the cross. And he guy. was Carl. Carl. Yeah. yeah. Um. But th- uh, this is important. is a very funny podcast with those four guys. It's basically them just like talking about random shit, but like they are so funny that it tracks a lot. They have a running joke about not being sure if they could talk about workaholics because they don't want Viacom to sue them, <laughs> which is very, very funny. And so that got me back into like rewatching workaholics, which is a funny ass show. I, I think once once episode. Yes, you want to you want to type a hole. Um, I think at least once episode I laugh out loud like it is that funny. Um, I mean so, the,
2: the very the one of the very first lines in the in the whole show is who makes a smaller
0: face. Yeah, and then they try
2: to make a small and like that's just, And it's just dumb oh, shit oh, fucking that, yeah. hilarious that, like line. stoners
0: and guys who are just stuck in this part of their life would do, you know, like yeah, and I did not know trivia for workaholic people out there <laughs> that the house they live in in the show is the actual house they yeah. lived in in yeah. real life. I don't Save think I ever knew that
2: and then I, I've watched a couple like back behind the scenes yeah.
0: or something about yeah, it. they talk yeah. about that on like the first episode of the podcast, which I think is really interesting, but it is not one of those like they don't review the show because they don't think they can. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, but they talk about stuff, all kinds of stuff from all over the place, but it, it is very good as well as uh, the rapper Vin Staples released a new album called Ramona Park broke my heart. It is very, very good. I don't think he released an, uh, an album a couple of years ago that I think is phenomenal um, that I don't think I talked about enough, but this new album is, is very, very good. If you're into rap hip hop stuff like that, um, he is a very from the heart type of rapper that I really appreciate and it is a lot of fun to listen to. So so, yeah,
1: good stuff. Good all stuff. Around. All everybody. I can confirm here. We go smashing pumpkins are on Sumerian. Their previous release was on Napalm Records.
0: <laughs> was it what are we grind? Like, what is the, the onslaught right now? <laughs> every saying. Wednesday? <laughs> like What the is fuck smashing is Smashing pumpkins on the onslaught bracket? I guess they're gonna have there to gonna now be, for season two.
1: <laughs> Isn't that insane? <laughs> that is wild. Anyway, Good on you, Sumerian
2: Records, yeah. <laughs> I guess, for expanding your roster to the smashing pumpkins and not just your own band and a band that sounds exactly like. Him. Well, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> right, right. Totally.
0: All right. So last time um, I had the boys uh, present to me um, uh, present some them. <laughs> uh, uh, a movie that was based on a previous property that uh, you believe missed the mark. What is the best yeah. movie that you believe missed the Mark? Um, Brian brought to me uh, the Little Mermaid. How many times I'm going to try to to,
2: uh, challenge myself. Every movie. How can I wrap a little or not even every movie just uh, what's favorite food? Well in Little Mermaid. Oh Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Flounder is your favorite food.
0: (laughs) Um, But Little Mermaid was made in 1989 by uh, Clements and Musker who had the golden age of Disney animation including the Great Mouse Detective Aladdin, Hercules, Treasure Planet and Moana um and originally written by hans christian christian anderson uh vargas i went a different direction vargas went a little bit different direction but nonetheless important you got to watch the thing i got to watch the thing (laughs) uh he did who goes there which was then adapted into frozen hell by john w campbell jr which was the basis for the thing 1982 is the thing as well as the 1959 the thing 1951 thing from another world um, I went with Little Mermaid. I'm going to stick with Little Mermaid. Hell yeah, uh, because as much fun as the thing is yeah, yeah, yeah. and I I totally <laughs> I, mean, I get it. I totally understand what you mean about like Frozen. Hell is an interesting read, but it is that exact thing where you read a '50s sci-fi horror thing and you're just like this is just very clinical like it yeah. is very much just explains what's happening. Here's what's happening. It,
1: it takes such a good boost, but it's such a quality like it's such a, a product of its time. Right. That John Carpenter made infinitely better. <laughs> but
0: I will say that's what's fascinating about watching John Carpenter's thing yeah. is that, like, the way he distilled down the idea into rather than 50 men in this base, yeah. to 10 of them. Yeah. You know, like, I think that that's very powerful. But I still think reading, I, I've read snippets of Han Christian Sanders. Yeah, Loma don't, Mary, you don't, basically just reading, the yeah, synopsis, yeah. not the whole thing. But that shit is crazy. Wow. That stuff. is a crazy crazy thing and most of what Hans christian anderson wrote like his fairy tales and then what um, a lot of like disney movies are based on are actually nuts yeah they're dark i mean they're all like we talked Golden about just dark fairy we talked about stuff. pinocchio that's yeah. crazy most of the grimm's fairy tales the original versions of yeah. that are bananas like yeah. they're all like children's like cautionary tales about legitimately He's killing back kids. back when parents could be
2: parents and scare the shit out of their kids instead of ugh, send them to school. That's
0: right. Tell them no Fuck your feelings God. matter, uh, but yes, I'm sticking with little mermaid because again, Brian's little mermaid tiff makes for hey, I can watch a little mermaid and little mermaid is a great movie. Um, you guys but, are about to
2: watch it a lot over, over the coming months. Here we go,
0: <laughs> but but so this time we're pivoting to, to Brian's this time. So this
2: time I asked my boys, I've done some music stuff in the past, Music I, stuff, I asked for you boys music to, <laughs> to give me the three best pop songs. Now it's no secret to those who know me. Yes. I'm not a fan of the word pop music because it de- it denotes technically it denotes a whole genre. I'm popular glad, music.
0: I'm glad you're bringing this up right now. Keeps, but, keep going.
2: The, the range of pop music on the billboard and whatever else is considered radio and blah, blah, blah. While is wildly it's, different, it's crazy. It's wild. Um, and again, I'm not a fan of it because, you know, Vargas and I host the onslaught every Wednesday and in those listener, the listeners that we have to them popular music. If you got them all in a room and it's like, you know, what are your top three bands, right? It's not going to be pop music. Uh, so the term pop music can go fuck itself. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, sure. I asked for three the, the best three pop music
0: songs from a boys yes totally and then then that's it that's all I asked for it's awesome well let's dive into something real fast because I want to bring up you know we have some things coming up in the next couple weeks that maybe go back through the back catalog of oh debates, here, yeah yeah, yeah, right? yeah Brian has brought to us a couple times 80s pop bangers 90 pop, 90s pop bangers and the 2010 pop bangers Bar- Brian is loves pop bangers <laughs> he does it's because i like him but i never
2: i never know who right it's like one of those things where you hear it and you know the song it's like oh right. fuck, i don't know who sings that or so what, you know.
0: so and i kind of going back and looking at those episodes we never really categorized like what is a pop song like what makes a pop song but you know i like to dance right so that's right um hope you factor that in uh, so i wonder i want to talk a little bit about pop songs if that's okay if that's allowed by the group yes yeah, soda songs
2: yeah <laughs> Check out Brian Vargas, (laughs) nice on YouTube. Yeah, that's good shit. (laughs) So basically,
0: (laughs) (laughs) we all know that most pop songs are structured the same way. So in practice, it's basically what is referred to by music nerds is A B A B C B B, which is basically intro, verse one, chorus one, verse two, chorus two, middle eight, chorus three, chorus out.
2: And, of course, they released uh, (laughs) such classics as Thunderstruck, uh, Dirty Deeds.
0: Oh, I was thinking of uh, ABBA, uh, Dancing Queen, ABBA. Totally, totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. But within this structure, um, I think it's fascinating to look at, like, the structure of what makes a pop song or what makes the structure of what music is and how that fits inside of it. So you look back at all these different things and you realize that, like, some forms of pop songs like uh bridge over troubled water by Simon Garfunkel. That's an AAA. It's just a verse that expands on itself repeatedly until the song just ends on the dam. You know what I mean?
2: You're, Cause you're over yeah. the trouble water. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, water. I'm going to say that there's a reason that people don't go to Simon and Garfunkel as their number one pop band.
0: That's true. And I wonder why that is. Cause thank, they write AAA. Thank you for bringing that up. I wanted to see what the, what the science of a pop song is <laughs> yeah. What makes a pop song a hit it'll <sighs> be important in a couple. <laughs> of weeks. Yeah, yeah I'm mad into it. So I was curious. Have we ever found out the science of a pop song and the, and the answer on, is I'm adding again <sighs> and the answer is absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a study done um, back two years ago, basically in 2020 in 2020. Wow, looked at it was made up by Germany and Norway, analyzed 80,000 chords and 745 songs listed in the US Billboard Hot 100 chart between 1958 and 1991. This is a massive study they did where they basically found um, subjectively what did people like to hear? You know what I mean? And then hooked you up to electrodes and an MRI to find out which parts of your brain worked whenever you heard different parts of songs. So what they found was that within certain parts of songs, um, they found that music evokes pleasure, which we've always known about, right? Music evokes pleasure because it activates dopamine in your brain. It's you hard, but it quote encourages a listener to continuously generate and resolve expectations as the piece unfolds in time. So going back to the structure of pop song, we know what the structure of pop song is. Yeah, but I think what makes a good pop song and what science is backed up is that within the structure of pop song, things change. Things can be different. Yeah. that's what the magic of a pop song is: is that the structure could be the same, but what is magical and what is proven by science is the fact that it can be different. So, Brian, well, I'm going to agree with you, but I hope you remember. I hope you're catering this
2: to me, and re- you remember that I am a simple man who just <laughs> likes to shake his ass.
0: I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you for thank you for bringing it up my first one, and much like we've done with the other ones, we're going to go one, one, two, two, two. Yeah, no, no, right? it's a
1: no, my first Andy
0: d y you got it. <laughs> I want to present to Brian the best fake pop song ever created which is 1996's that thing you do created by Adam Schlesinger. I thought for sure you were going to do Milli Vanilli. Well that's that's a real song. <laughs> that's a real song. Adam yeah, Sch- yeah. Sch- Sch- Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne the guy who's the guy who created uh, uh, Stacy's mom oh, shit. Yeah, same guy and who who created most of the music in that cr- my crazy Ex girlfriend. No shit, Adam Schlesinger. Huh, who knew? Has basically created just about every earwormy song you've ever listened to, including this song from a, a movie from 1986 about a one-hit wonder pop band. Now, can that, you
1: go ahead? That song, that 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 movie was like my favorite. Uh, movie this movie
0: still rips. When I was a kid. The song, that thing you do, oh, yeah, still rips. <laughs> can you it's give a, us a quick, quick
2: glimpse into that? What the song is?
0: Yeah, I'll do insert it right here. <laughs> no, no, I want no, no, you know, no, your no, mouth no, no. to do it. I uh, can't do that. That's illegal. Doing that thing you do. do pop pop do pop, pop do pop It's like it has this amazing beat, amazing structure, has the typical intro, verse, chorus, verse course, things like that. Um, I think this song is fascinating because it, it won an Academy Award and a golden golden Globe for best original uh, song in '97. Don't touch him while I'm talking. Um <laughs> he kicked me that thing you do of course was cre- was written and directed by tom hanks himself and whenever of they were, whenever they were looking for this idea of a song because they didn't just create like we know what the song is we have to create this song they reached out to 300 different artists and singers to create this song and adam schlesinger who again created um the band fountains of wayne which unfortunately got stuck with the song um uh, Stacy's mom, which was a great song, but all of their albums are really great, fun, rock and roll. Um, and rest in peace, Adam Schlesinger. He passed away from COVID-19 a year or two ago. So, um, but basically he was working for, um, a music studio. Uh, I think Sony universal, one of the two, I cannot remember exactly, but he basically heard this call for Tom Hanks wanting a song and just said on a lark, I'll just create, I'll just make something up didn't intend to create anything for this thing, but just realized the prompt was make a song for a sixties pop band. Yeah. And he went, I'll do it in three days created one of the best pop songs ever created.
2: It's the death clock of pop music.
0: Yes. And that's what I think is fascinating. And I think this song is so earwormy and it's a song that like I we've all heard before and I still think about this song like repeatedly because not only is it just a great representation of 60s pop, but it also is a fascinating look at like what a 90s tur- like twist on that is yeah. within the structure of a pop song. And it's a song that I, I guarantee you will listen to again. You'll listen to once and be like, I want to listen to that again because it is so much fun to listen to hell. Yeah. So first song is that thing you do Adam by Adam Schlesinger, Schlesinger uh, the will eaters the what? <laughs> ah, nice. That's the running joke in the movie yeah. is that they're <laughs> they're the, the wonders. They're the wonders, but the way it's spelled is everyone says the woe needers because it's o n e like one. one ders and everyone won-eeders. says one <laughs> and I w- if you haven't if you haven't seen the movie or you haven't seen it in a long time Watch it's it again so because it, it is yeah. so good. It's very funny, very charming, and then very down to earth about what happens to a band after they have a, a giant hit song and nothing else goes right. So I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I quit. I show. am Spartacus. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, Spartacus,
1: I think. Yeah. What happened? Get another good movie. Uh you're so right. Nick Cage. You're so right, bro. Nick Cage as Spartacus. <laughs> in Spartacus. That's a joke for the future. <laughs> uh, so my first song is a more, uh, you know, I'll say a more traditional pop song, mm. um, but I, I wanted to pick an artist who's not just an artist. Um, I wanted to pick somebody who's actually I- important to the musical landscape, um, not just for their pop songs. Um, so I'm picking Cyndi Lauper, and before I pick, tell you what song I'm picking, I'm going to tell you about Cindy Lauper like not only has she been uh, an activist basically her entire career, right. I mean, she has she is the feminists feminist. Um, she fucking rules. She if you t- don't know
0: anything about Cindy Lauper. Look
1: up with Cyndi Lauper right. She totally second. rules. She's, she's an LGBTQ plus activist. She forever for since the yeah, 70s and 80s. I she's mean, been this way forever. Um, she is one award shy of an EGOT. She's won an Emmy, oh, she's yeah. won a Tony, and she's won a Grammy. She's not won an Oscar. She, she, uh, um, get her on
0: Dune Part Two. I mean, uh, yeah, I went to, dude,
1: dude yeah. for real. Um, she, she wrote, uh, the score for Kinky Boots, the entire thing, which won two Emmys or, uh, Tony's, sorry. Mm-hmm whatever. Cindy Lauper is fucking great. Like go to her Wikipedia page. She's just a great person. Yes. Like, and for
0: anyone out there who loves knowledge and information about our pot, you know, with our podcast, we have a lot, of, a lot of stuff lined up for you to learn about. So yeah.
1: Um. So Cindy Lauper is great and I wanted to pick a song from her. So I'm going to pick her. I'll call it her breakout hit. It wasn't her first hit, but it's a great breakout hit. Uh, Girls just want to have fun. Don't they?
0: They Boy, do. I do. They want to. Um,
1: and and I'm picking this because it's it's a fun song. Everybody sings this song when it comes on at the bar or whatever. Um, it, it is a feminist anthem about how women, they don't want anything special. They just want to be treated the same way men are treated. They just want the same shit. They just want to be people. And for that to have been been recorded and released as a single as a as a pop song hit in uh 1979 wild was the original recording. Cindy Lauper's came out in 1983. She made it popular. Yeah. But it just it's it's kind of mind-blowing to me and it it shows that pop doesn't have to be bubblegum, snappy, single consume and then forget about it music.
2: Yeah it's to it to to this day it made an impact so so girls just want to have fun that's a good one i am more that's more recognizable to me off off i know i've heard the other song totally, but offhand that one is more recognizable and it's currently playing in my head
0: that's that's (laughs) a very good song how about this song how about this song i'm gonna give you now my is my second song the best song that everyone who created it hated it love it and did not think there would be a a hit Whitney Houston's 1987 hit. I want to dance with somebody quote who loves me no shit every okay. So this song was written for Whitney Houston and basically everyone involved with it her manager her producers her usual writing partners and things like that were like this is not a Whitney Houston song
2: and also uh, to expound on that uh, for people who don't know uh, a lot of pop music is not written by the artist or at right. least solely there, by. There the are
0: artist. so many examples while looking through this that, like, uh, we've talked about Pharrell several times. He writes everybody's he, shit. Every, every <laughs> everybody's. hit you've ever heard is probably written by Pharrell or the Neptunes, which he's involved in. Yeah. It is insane. Um, but yes, but the people who wrote this song um, basically wrote it for Whitney Houston because Whitney Houston was looking for another, uh, basically, a big hit to like catapult her into pop stardom. Um and when they submitted it to them, everyone was like, this sounds like some dumb 80s bullshit from like the Cindy Loppers from like um, other like 80s, like white pop stars, right? Like, weren't the blondies? No, I, I can't remember what exactly they were. They were comparing her to, but yeah, but it um, does sound for like it's from the 80s. It does. Yeah. You listen to this song and it is very much an 80s pop song structure. I would imagine that there's some party playlists out there.
2: 80s party playlists that have it on there.
0: This <laughs> became. Yeah, so they got this song they listened to like the structure of it and went this isn't a Whitney Houston song Whitney Houston went I believe in the song let me arrange the vocals how I would want to do them and let's do it because of that it became a let's see how many times did it go platinum it, w- it became a seven time platinum song by itself. Yeah, in multiple different countries like multiple platinum song because the way Whitney Houston like put the song together structured it with her vocal style well, as she created s- it as Whitney Houston song as soon as you
2: said I want to dance with somebody every listener went I want to feel right.
0: Yeah, yeah. So after it was within months they released it, it was certified gold and then within a year it was certified platinum for the first time. Yeah, like a mega hit and I, and I and that's what's so wild about li- reading the history of this song is because everyone no one wanted to release this song from whitney houston's party and even at the time whenever it was released a lot of reviewers were like no this is this, this doesn't sound like a whitney houston yeah yeah quote unquote black they put her, song. yeah they want to put her in a box this does not sound like her at all yeah. and then went on to become arguably whitney houston's most well-known hit. How many songs do you guys think have w- that we've missed that could have been the next? Oh, I want to dance with somebody because oh, everybody
2: in the camp was like, "No, we can't release."
0: Totally. This. I mean, that's what I think is fascinating about uh, Miley Cyrus's. Uh, what was her big song when she? Wrecking ball. No party it was in the USA. Party in the USA. <laughs>
1: nice. Come on.
0: No. La di da Um That was written for like Rihanna like uh, oh, like that song yeah. that was on like when she rebranded from Hannah Montana and had that first song about like doing drugs and stuff like that. I can't remember what the name of the song was. I mean people are screaming at that. I know god damn it. <laughs> sure, but it was sure. on that album wrecking ball. That, that song was not written for Miley Cyrus. Rihanna passed on it because Rihanna was like this is not a Rihanna song. Yeah. Let someone else do it. And what? Miley Cyrus was looking for a song to to do something outside of bubblegum in Montana. Yeah, when you're screaming
2: at your headphones, go ahead just pull out pop up Twitter and tweet <laughs> I mean, debates to really? be deb- yeah. debates on tap uh, and and we'll listen to you. So, we'll anyway. listen
0: to it, But yeah, as my number 2 song is I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston.
2: Um I am also so
1: I think Brent and I might be able to agree. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> All The most good pop music is made by women.
0: I think none of the good pop music is made by women.
1: Okay, can we? Can you put that on (laughs) on all of our social media platforms? Well, he just argued for a woman's pop song, so he's argued for well. Well,
0: Schlachinger was not a woman.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. I know, but but the last literally was definitely. I I almost said two, but then I was like,
0: no,
2: wait, he had (laughs)
0: Lock.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm continuing the trend with another. I'm
0: ending the trend.
1: (laughs) African American female. Uh, this you one can say black is significantly more recent. Um, this is from Lizzo, oh, and buddy. I'm I'm not going with the the usual. I'm not. Yeah, I'm going with "Good as Hell" because that song is a fucking
0: yeah. Truth hurts Banger. is what blew her up. Yeah, as we I think we talked about that on the podcast, but. But as good as hell. Is yeah. It?
1: Again, much like girls just want to have fun. This is a song that is is a feminist anthem. Right. It's for women by women. But when this song comes on, every dude in the audience is also <laughs> going to be flipping their hair, They'd, checking their nails. Hey, man. How
2: you feeling? <laughs> good as hell. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: It, it's It's so good. But again, this is not a song that's like set it and forget it. You know, you hear this song every time it comes on. Yeah. And I think, you know, quote me on this twenty years later, but I think in twenty <laughs> years this is gonna be girls just wanna have
0: fun. That's right? what I'm saying. Like you Got I, your tweet saved. I, I believe, much like Cindy Lauper and uh Whitney Houston and the next artist I'll talk about too, Lizzo will one hundred percent be remembered as the next pop yeah. like goddess, essentially. Yeah. As,
1: yeah assuming 100%. assuming no shit hits the fan with her. You know, like right. whatever. She
0: released rumors with Cardi B which is a very fun song. Yeah. So just like last August. So Yeah. So Lizzo's fucking great and Good as Hell is good, good as, as hell. hell. It is very good. And Lizzo's the fun one that we've we've talked about before where she was a woman who was on the fringes of like pop mm-hmm. and then suddenly with like Good as Hell and Truth Hurts just just catapulted in. and yeah. I I love that. I love her so much. So now my last my number three pick I'm going to give to you as what people say is the song or type of song that is killing pop music, which I think is insane because it is Beyonce's hit single ladies oh, baby. Dude, that's going to be a hard one to beat released in tw- 2008 off the double album. I am Sasha Fierce. This is when she was trying to like she was going to be Beyonce, but she also created Sasha Fierce right uh, yeah, the, Do you remember this? The, Do you guys the, remember this thing? The, the Garth what? Brooks, Chris Gaines yes. situation. She released what? this album called I Am Sasha Fierce, where one half of the album, which was like three, like four songs, was a Beyonce album. The last half of the album, in, starting with Single Ladies, was Sasha Fierce. And so she created this alter ego where some of these songs were a little bit darker. Um, What's dark about Single Ladies? Well, it's basically about... It explores a man's unwillingness to promote, promote uh, propose, or commit to a woman. Looking at you, Jay Z. So it, she, during the recording of this album, Married Jay Z in secret that no one knew about. Yeah, and then she made lemonade because he's a little bitch. Well, yeah, <laughs>
2: put me on record. Send that to Jay Z.
0: You're yeah. you're
2: a little, yeah. bitch. You're a little bitch. Uh,
0: so, single ladies, uh, just as a little background, it won three Grammy awards in 2010, including Song of the Year. Um, it has topped uh, the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 for consecutive, consecutive weeks and has been certified quadruple platinum. Um, it was globally 20 2009 seventh best digital single. With 6.1 million copies sold. Hell yeah. And just to reiterate real fast, Whitney Houston's I Wanna Dance for Somebody, that was she was the first black woman to ever be on the Billboard 100 with that song. Whitney Houston was. Whitney Houston was. Wow. wow. Which I I think wow. is wow. banana bananas. Like that's crazy. Yeah. In
1: 1987. You know what great for her. Yeah. I'm going to say that's a good thing.
2: <laughs> well, that's it, that's another thing I want to bring up with pop music real quick. Sure. Uh a lot of your favorite songs either it's crazy how many times they've been plagiarized.
0: Yes, you know a lot of I mean? a lot of them. Oh, yeah, and there there was a couple. I mean songs, now nowadays not so
2: much not so much in the 80s. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean and, and that was a big like I don't I, I don't I want to say th- me clarifying this real fast hip-hop rap does not plagiarize. They use samples and like things like that Daft punk is like they've used samples from oh. music yeah. Over, like from everything.
2: Dude, club music is all sample. If your name's it's, not vanilla ice, you're using a sample.
0: And and that's what I think is that like otherwise you're just it's, stealing. It's this <laughs> weird pigeonhole thing where like some pop music is like classified as like plagiarized when it's like, no, like it, it's it's using samples it's using beats. it's using some stuff of like it that. is
2: but some of their vocal melodies are the exact stuff like <laughs> uh
0: blurred lines 100 yep. stolen from like a 70s Marvin like Marvin Gaye yeah from Marvin yeah. Gaye Dua,
2: like, Dua Lipa has a couple songs that, that are like from
0: pa- dry uh, pa- from Paramore and then something else like Olivia Rodrigo that's what I'm thinking about so, but, but
1: so anyway there, there's a really good YouTube channel that anyone out there who's actually interested in this stuff should check out. Uh, music is win. The guy is like a musicologist, sure. and he goes over like the history of those <sighs> plagiarized yeah. pop songs. Totally, yeah. And how they're like, is it plagiarized if this is a musical trope that's been happening since Beethoven?
2: Yeah, right, right, like, <laughs> right. If you can point to the person, uh, if the person who plagiarized it can say, like, well, that person took it from that's, here and that's then it's the whole va- not plagiarism but sometimes it's like very clear cut for sure you know
1: but yeah the, can you can you
0: plagiarize a western musical trope i don't know maybe right <laughs> and it's so a single ladies uh to, to go back real fast it was written by um beyonce a man named terrius nash thaddeus harrell and christopher stewart um therius uh, terrius nash and thaddeus harrell um, both have written songs including uh, umbrella by rihanna mm-hmm. um baby by uh justin bieber all the lights by kanye west no churches in the wild by jay-z and kanye west so these guys know what they're doing right and this is a pop song that was written with beyonce and like i don't know if you've listened to single ladies in a long time but this is a crazy song to listen to like legitimately like un- like understand what's going on with the song mm-hmm. because the main beat is like a flamenco type of beat like it it is like an off time 4/4 but there's parts of the measure that go into like a different time like it's insane and then there's this flute i i looked up this video by Adam Neely who is a music that's uh nerd. he's a
1: different yes. music youtuber he's, he's a, so he's good he's
0: he's a music youtuber yeah. he has a he has an a, a, vid, a short video uh called why, why single ladies is cool and explains from a music like com- composition point why, single ladies is not killing pop music because it's doing something that pop music doesn't do. Yeah, can we go back to
2: that? Who and why are they saying it's killing pop music?
0: Because it is just your typical like, oh, it's just another pop song. Oh, it's just it's whenever if they you don't, think it's a simple. It, they think it's a simple song because if you listen to it without like listening to it, yeah. you think oh, it's just Beyonce repeating all the single ladies over and over again and singing a little thing and doing. Which something. I guess if it's on the background, sure. And you if can, you're watching yeah. the music video, you're just like. Beyonce can do that. Women can do that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but whenever you truly listen to the song, it's doing things musically that like have never been done in a pop song before. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I think is fascinating. Because, to wrap it back around, it's doing all of that within the typical pop structure. Yep. It's doing things like, it's it's like weaponizing the pop structure against the listener to then create something that you've never heard before. Like, uh, like Adam Ely talks about in his video, um, there's a flute in the background that is constantly crescendoing, like repeatedly. And when you first listen to it, you're like, what the fuck is that doing? But when you break down what it's doing musically, it is crescendoing, Skipping a note as if it's overblowing and then going back to like the higher note huh. over and over and over again. And then there's a bass beat that is like for the chorus that's like on the offbeat of the flamenco drum, which is already off tempo yeah. anyway. Yeah. And then there's parts of it that you listen to. And, and I guarantee that I'm, I'm curious if someone has ever done this before. If you take out Beyonce's lyrics, slow it down just a touch, it'd be a horror soundtrack. Like the song is nuts but I think this song is the perfect example of like a song that made Beyonce what Beyonce is with a great video. People um, like Justin Timberlake and the Lonely Island guys making a video on SNL with with Beyonce for single ladies. I would encourage everyone to watch this Adam Neely video on single ladies and then as a chaser, watch Beyonce's Glastonbury. Um, uh, performance in London for single ladies back in like 2014.
2: I watch any Beyonce video.
0: It is wild to <laughs> yeah, watch because yeah. she is actively doing a workout singing the song dancing and creating a masterpiece in, in your in front of you. How do you guys feel about lip sync on live on live stuff? I'm,
2: I'll, I'll start. Go ahead. Tell <laughs> us how <laughs> I'll, you I'll feel. start when it's pop music and stuff. Um, I'm totally fine with it because they do come in and out, but they're they're dancing. It's it's more of a performance, right? It's more of an, a spectacle event. I, I
0: totally agree,
2: but with heavy metal or like again, I, yeah, I know I always go back to there that.
0: are some instances. I think it is inappropriate and not warranted, but in some instances like these pop singers yeah, reporting on performance it's totally fine. It's fine. But okay.
2: again, if you're going to see a metal band live, you don't can, want to hear them.
1: Can I say this? Yeah. If you're holding an instrument, you should be playing it live. Yes, I love it. I, I do agree right. with that. If if you're not holding an instrument and you're holding a microphone and you're dancing around and putting on a show, if you're if you're the eye candy, <laughs> for, for better or worse, right? At a live performance, well, again, you're, the, you're the
2: eye candy. Yeah, they're putting on a yeah. spectacle. Yeah. It's, it's not a music show. It's a right. spectacle yeah. a lot, most of the time. Yeah, I don't care. Anyway, yeah,
1: thank you. I'm glad we're all in
2: agreement. Third, well, what's your third? It words? happens every so often. My third song,
1: I, I know I just said the best pop music is made by women and I stand by that there's one glaring exception.
0: Oh, interesting
2: Adam. <laughs> there's two <laughs>
0: glaring mom exceptions. by
2: fountains
1: of um, I, I would be absolutely remiss if I did not include something on this list from the beautiful gorgeous men mm. of South Korea's K-pop scene
0: because I cannot wait for Vargas to get into this. If he says sigh, he's gonna win I, I <laughs> No, 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 Psy was one person, not many men. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: Psy is great. Psy is great. Psy makes fun songs. Psy does not make good K-pop songs.
0: He makes good. He makes good pop songs. Listen to the man. Listen to the man. (laughs) Listen to
1: the man. I'm telling you. Listen to (laughs) Vargas is about to say. I've listened to so much K-pop in the last week or so. I mean, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Uh, Black Pink is in my area, uh, for all my K-pop stands out there. Uh, I I listen to a lot of it. I'm gonna pick something from BTS, the absolute huge right now, the absolute gigantic kings of K-pop. Uh, and I'm I'm not going with Dynamite because that's too basic. I'm going with Butter. Butter is the the K-pop song. Yes. It's so fucking good. Uh, uh, again to brian's to brian uh brian's point right not only do these guys make like the catchiest song that's ever been recorded that's an exaggeration but there are a lot of people out there who would say that yeah you get to see them dance to it and to see these boys dance their hearts out is something real special uh Anybody out there, if you listen to butter, and this is for Brian, too. If you listen to butter and you like it, you need to check out Blackpink. You need to check out KDA. You need to check. I mean, dive into K-pop because it's fun as shit. And I think, really, Brian, you're looking
0: for pop songs. You need to be looking at K-pop.
1: I'm I'm not kidding because Because
0: (laughs) it is so upbeat. It is so much fun to listen to. And their first American song was uh, I mean, dynamite was the big one. I think dynamite was their first American song. Yeah, okay. it was their It was on their first English language. Yes, release. That was their first hit that people. If you listen to the lyrics, you realize oh, they're they don't speak great English. <laughs> yeah, they're just having a good time yeah, yeah, because if you actually like try to understand what they're saying, it's like I don't it's think impossible. it's impossible. It's like that Italian song from the seventies where the Italian pop singer created a fake English song yeah. for Italian listeners to prove you'll like anything that that is American, yeah, yeah. and it's just gibberish. That's kind of what K-pop, that's kind of what BTS did, yeah. and it's amazing. It's so it's good, so cool.
1: It's so good. Um, I, I'm I'm not gonna say that I'm a K-pop stan because I'm not gonna like. Do you want to get into their multiverse stuff? Oh, what, dude, dude? <laughs> dude. So <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm going excited get, he is? I'm gonna, I mean, I wish out. it was
2: a video because how excited you are in your face. <laughs> Gonna me and him
0: <laughs> talked about this and it's it's, it's
1: this wild. is this is a k-pop band and for anybody who doesn't know what k-pop is it's it is the definition of bubblegum pop
0: it's korean pop and it, traditionally that is just bubblegum fun pop it's it's That's all it is the most positive
1: it is surface level it is fun right. i'm gonna read you like the last two sentences of the first paragraph of their wiki article okay all right their lyrics often focused on personal and social commentary touching on the themes of mental health, troubles of school-age youth and coming of and coming of age, loss, the journey toward loving oneself and individualism. Their work also references literature and psychological concepts and includes an alternate universe storyline. Wow, BTS <laughs> is the multiverse. <laughs> BT- <laughs> BTS created the the K-pop Multiverse,
2: yeah, which is awesome. Which for, for, none of us knew existed. Forget <laughs> Doctor
1: Strange. I'm following <laughs> BTS. They are the real MCU. Yeah, what's
0: in the BCU? <laughs> yes, which I think it, that's so. It's fascinating.
1: It, it's wild, and and I I've been gushing about K-pop for the right. last like five minutes now. But seriously,
2: K-pop is so much fun. And one thing I'm going to say real quick. Yeah, I've got uh, I got shit to say, but real quick if you rolled your eyes when Vargas said BTS,
0: no, I bet you hadn't listened to them. Before. Do do not, because you've probably heard a snippet and you're like, oh, it's just like eh. Or heard K-pop and just wrote it off. No. Don't listen. Do listen to I'm, BTS. I'm
2: tell I'm telling you there's so much.
0: Same thing with there. Harry Styles. Yes, honestly, Harry Styles yeah. is
1: so
2: good. Go, He's A-Pop. Yep. If you pull up pull up butter B pop. E pop? English pop? British yeah, pop? Yeah. yeah, British pop, B pop. <laughs> What's up? Oh, we're doing a show right now. Q pop the Queen's pop. (laughs) Nah, she's
0: awful.
1: I'm I'm telling you pull up butter and if you're not dancing right as soon
0: as that song starts, you're not even a person right and then as a quick aside real fast, a a couple runners up um, Justin Timberlake anything by Justin Timberlake. He's one of the guys Mm, crimey river bro along with you listen to that justified that album where he first like broke out with crimey river and things like that where he started to weaponize the structure of pop music against people. And then with future sex love sounds, those songs are wild. Like he weaponizes all those like go back and listen to future sex and all those stuff. um, Sexy back like all those songs weaponize the structure against the listener and it rules as well as Robin um, R O B Y N. She's such a great pop singer. Um, I don't think I that's I didn't put her as the best because some of her songs they use the structure but not in a fun way <laughs> yeah. because she is very much a I love her to death, but she's a downer <laughs> um, and then I looked up. What was the first pop song? What would people consider the first? I'm, pop song? I can't I, I I'll get a I'll, I'll get shaking. It goes back to 1580. With a song called "Green Sleeves," it was the first song. No printed hell she- yeah, bro! Green no, it sleeves, is a fucking bang. <laughs> no, to sheet music, <laughs> no, it doesn't, and was used w- widely by the different kings of the time, Henry the Eighth, to 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 sing a fun ballad. Yeah, as well as the first Billboard song was probably something in 1940 called "I'll Never Smile Again" um, by uh, Frank Sinatra. I feel that's that. probably the first pop song.
1: Uh, I'll give my runners up if that's okay. Yeah, totally. Uh, Weapon of Choice by Fat Boy Slim. Oh,
0: that is a fun-ass song and the and music, a better video.
1: The, <laughs> the music video is really <laughs> yeah. why I wanted to do it. Right. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Milkshake. Oh, Kellis by Kellis. Yeah, yeah written by Frell. That's another song written by Frell. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also going to go with Starships by Nicki Minaj. It's oh, a good one. Uptown Funk. By Mark Ronston and Bruno Mars.
0: I was gonna say my runner-up would be everything Bruno Mars has ever done. Yeah, everything he has done. I because I was listening to different Apart pop from songs. The because uh, he did that. He, he did wasn't... not. Bl- he did not do blurred blur lines.
2: But he, what's he with, with Robin Thicke? He's in yeah. a song with Robin Thicke. But yeah. it's
0: not blurred lines. That was Pharrell and uh and oh, Robin that's Thicke. Pharrell. That's yes, right. Pharrell. You got you <laughs> rinses, sons no. of <laughs> bitches. No, no, Bruno Mars has done everything. Bruno Mars has done is so much fun. He yeah. just want a Grammy with another guy from something him and another guy do that's more like soulful and our. R- oh, R- yeah, B- they yeah. got up and did that fun dance. God, it's won. so good. Yeah. Bruno Mars is awesome. He's so much fun. Uh,
1: I'm also going to do Mark
0: Ronson's cover of Valerie. Most of rocks. Mark Ronson stuff he's done is really good. <laughs> Mark <laughs>
1: Ronson's really fucking good, uh, but his cover of Valerie with Amy Winehouse. Uh, is yeah, yeah.
2: Another banger. I'm going to I've I've got again I got shit to say. Oh shit, Brian's the one picking. Yeah, go ahead, (laughs) say what you need to. No, 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 we're gonna talk about more (laughs) K-pop. I'm.
0: These are good lists. I you're gonna have a good time with both. They both have two
2: songs I'm not familiar with or not as familiar with. That's awesome. It rules. They've both got two songs that are kind of modern day like ladies slaying it, Mm -hmm. and they've both got old school bangers that of course everyone knows the lyrics to all of them. Right. Now here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Vargas had a leg up on this
0: from the get put go put your leg down put your, get sorry, your leg off the table my leg <laughs> there's no room to i was wondering i could put my beer anywhere you <laughs> no got legs up but he uh
2: we we used you know go to the bar together in college he he would see me dance to these songs yeah you know. this is
0: something that pissed me off in the 80s and 90s stuff and the 2010s is because he brought up oh these are songs that Brian would like <laughs> and of course Brian would pick Vargas is shit now hang
2: on. Now hang on. I it's also funny because in you know we worked together and then in the last 2 weeks I actually told him uh, at work I said I found a, a very specific thing to Brian. And I've, that's
1: exactly why I didn't cuz I knew that that was going to give me an unfair advantage. And I'm I, not
2: Roger Goodell. Well I I found that I Do like Do I want to
0: say the C word? Do I want conclusion?
2: Let me finish. I don't want to say on the podcast. Let me finish we, we could because despair. Because specifically, I said that I like like a dark beat sure. with with a woman singing, and yep. if if I'm being very picky, about sad things. <laughs> yeah. And he specifically did not pick those. Wow. That's a, I like I like this guy. And so my choice, I'm going with Brendan. Damn it. And I think it was- I had the finger- i think Everything? it was beyonce
0: that sealed it i think it was single, all ladies, the single ladies i i legit think is hands down the best pop song ever created dude wait till you hear bts though. but
2: i'm gonna I've, <laughs> oh no i've heard bts i've heard i just don't think i've heard it all a song all the way through. now yeah right but this is what i'm saying but this is what i'm saying this is why it was interesting that you went this way you didn't use any of your tactics because s- surface le- i know it has a multiverse but s- <laughs> but yeah. surface level upbeat and happy is like totally, yeah. No, I know, far and away. And uh, men's and a group of men, a group of singing men singing is far and away. What I just told you this week, yeah. But watch, was like the, my jam. Well, watch the video. These, I get, yeah, these I get dudes it. are beautiful. Of course, oh, I've seen them, they are, are yes. very it's extremely how attractive looking. They are, <laughs> insane. And, and they seem very charismatic. All of them, oh, they're a lot of fun. They are but i'm gonna i'm gonna pick brendan right now thank
0: you so much right i now. think legitimately you're gonna have a great time with both these you're gonna have a great time with both these these things of
2: course i know four out of six of them of course i am which songs are you not as familiar i'm with? not as familiar with things you do and the of course and butter. that thing you do whatever who who knows the things <laughs> and then which one oh, the bts butter, butter. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: nice
2: i'm pumped i think i've heard the chorus butter. <laughs> butter. <laughs> it's butter <laughs> it's butter it's butter
0: I cannot believe it's not butter. What are we doing more next time? We're, yeah, what are we doing next time? is that fun, is that fun, fun to talk time.
1: about? Next time, boys, is episode 100. Wow. What? One. We made a
0: 100 debates episodes. One zero zero. So
1: next time, I want you to argue at me
0: <laughs> about who your favorite host is. No, stop. We said we weren't doing that because I think that would create a lot of tears. Well, because we I'll pick Brennan and Brennan will pick Brennan. <laughs> No, and I'll pick myself because I'm (laughs) the one litigating. Yeah, how funny would that be? We all pick ourselves.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would create a lot of tears. (laughs) Yeah,
0: much like our food episodes. But no, we're actually doing uh, debates. One hundred. We're gonna have some fun guests, some fun uh, things going on, as well as uh, us boys. We're just gonna be talking about our favorite debates that we want to bring back up again. You know the, the old, the second, wounds, yeah. you know the wounds that have been scarred over. We want to open those bad boys back up to see. Yeah, I can't wait.
2: <laughs> I can't wait to, cause you because what's fun also is you guys get to go home to your wives and girlfriends. I got to stay here
0: and, and nobody talks it's back true. and tells me it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yes, but we'll have some fun guests uh guests. You've heard before some guests you have never heard before. Mm, so fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to have a good time celebrating debates. I mean, I don't think we've decided how how we're going to label the episodes like debates 100 episodes da, 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 or I'm debates. It'll come to one, us. I'm one. Sure we'll all agree on two. how we should do it. I think so. Yeah,
1: so. I think probably I'll just do it. <laughs> and whatever happens is what's gonna happen yeah i bet
0: And, and i bet you'll be the most efficient way of doing it but all right well thank you so much for listening goodbye